Hey everybody, welcome to Una Lom, the career exploration podcast, where we have set out to explore the daunting yet exciting world of careers. Join us as we speak to professionals from all over the world. Our guest for today is Dr. Shweta Yadav, who is a dentist specializing in prosthodontics and implantology, focusing on cosmetic dentistry and smile design. An accomplished prosthodontist, she has to her name her very own dental clinic, Aesthetica Dentals, and several international publications and workshops. Uh, so could you please tell us a little bit about yourself and the work that you've done so far? I'm a dentist. I'm a prosthodontist, as you know, Ayushi. Mm-hmm. You have visited my clinic. <laughs> so I did my generally for to enter into the field of dentistry. There is a five-year course, which is known as BDS, Bachelors of Dental Surgery. And after that, there is a master's course, which is for three years, Master of Dental Surgery. Essentially, there are nine branches into which the dentistry is split up, out of which six are clinical branches. Clinical branches are those in which we do or which we work upon an actual patient. And there are three branches which are non-clinical. Non-clinical branches are mostly like oral pathology, wherein you see oral cancers, you know make up a slide or a biopsy, you study and you reveal, you know, what kind of disease the patient is having. The other non-clinical branch is oral medicine, wherein you see the ulceration, the oral diseases and all those things. It's more of a medicinal branch, wherein you prescribe medicine and the patient is healed. And uh, then there is radiology, radiology is x-ray findings and all. So they are non-clinical branches where you are not actually working upon the patient. The other specialities are generally the one which concerns with root canal treatments, endodontist. One is mine, cosmetic designing, crowning, veneers, mm-hmm. dental whitening, all those things. Mm-hmm. Then there is a branch associated with gum diseases only. Okay. Then there is a branch oral surgery, which, which has a lot of things actually. It has, um, you know, extractions, jaw fractures. Mm-hmm. Uh, treating asymmetry of faces, mm-hmm. so uh, cancers, oral cancer, all mm-hmm. these things. Then, uh, then there is operative dentistry again, fillings and all. Yeah. So uh, more or less, what a people have a perception about dentistry that you know one dentist can do everything. <laughs> exactly. So <laughs> it's not. Mm-hmm. It's not like that. So once okay. you go into the field, there are a lot of things because. If you are, we are specialized only in a particular field for three years. So like mm-hmm. there is a speciality for denture, there is a speciality for orthodontics. Coming to the orthodontics, see orthodontics is, uh, though if you see the mouth is the mirror of oral diseases, okay? Anything in the body, whether it is kidney, liver, stomach, everything starts from the mouth. Even mm-hmm. your basic digestion starts from mouth. Mm-hmm. So uh, though dentistry in India is a little ignored field, ignored as in I would say uh, the awareness is less. Okay. Mm-hmm. People try to quantify the field thinking ki we have 28 teeth. If mm-hmm. one is lost, so what? 27 are still there. <laughs> so it's like you already, every teeth has obviously apart from cosmetics, yeah. there is there is a functional thing also. Mm-hmm. So orthodontics is essentially a field which uh, implies or which guides us towards a proper harmony of oral musculature, teeth, gums, lips, jaws, everything. 
okay mm-hmm. ortho means teeth and dentos means study study of teeth mm-hmm. for moving the teeth now mm-hmm. imagine your you have a imbalance in your mouth where you are only chewing from your right side okay there are some teeth which are totally in line from your right side so right side becomes your convenient side and then involuntarily you start chewing from your right side now when you're chewing from your right side eventually your one side muscles are straining more it is mm-hmm. like you're going to the gym and you're only doing exercise of one hand <laughs> yeah. so you develop biceps one side and the other side with your hand is a normal looking hand right mm-hmm. so over a period of time you start developing hypertrophy and you can feel the muscles here or say okay. in your late 40s you will develop jaw pain something like that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this becomes your muscular and your bony harmony so that okay. is why Prodontics is important because we are balancing the teeth cosmetically and functionally. Okay. We are trying to establish an equilibrium wherein your forces are equal on both the sides, right side as well as your. It's not that only right side is working; it's like both the sides are working so that the harmony is maintained and none of your orofacial structures are taking load. Correct. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> one is that. Second thing is obviously cosmetics. Everybody mm-hmm. wants. to look good they they want to have a perfect smile and nowadays more than uh, what you want to have you want to pretend to look good you know you have to do certain for people also yeah now because of the evolution of technology since you know a lot about ai and it stuff so mm. these things are coming up into dentistry as well and we call it okay. a digital workflow okay, okay. so mm. it's a digital workflow wherein uh, one thing to another we can see the things before we have started it so we can begin with the end in mind so the mm-hmm. treatment results become more predictable yeah obviously mm-hmm. it develops uh, the patient has a lot of confidence in the treatment thinking ki you know we will be able to do it properly and things like that okay, uh, so can you tell us you know what are the specific skills you would require if you're looking to get into this field as a dentist you need to have very good marks in your uh, 11th and 12th so that you are pretty early hmm see uh, skills as in if you are talking about a technical skill set uh, you don't need a technical skill set only you need is a particular inclination and interest right hmm. uh, the other things are you have to appear for a medical entrance hmm which you have to clear but more than if you if you're talking about a specific skill set mm-hmm. not really because you're trained for that over a period of 5 years um so ma'am what made you want to specialize in prosthodontics especially prosthodontics especially because uh, <coughs> prosthodontics is the only branch which uh, is the main centralized branch of general dentistry okay. when i say general dentistry when i say general dentistry i mean it is the oldest branch and with this branch i can stay connected with all the branches for example we have crowns we have cosmetics we have smile designing uh, we have dental implants we have uh, rehabilitation of the mouth everything mm-hmm. okay so this is the most important branch in the dentistry which has a 
a very vast existence like maxillofacial prosthesis i don't know whether you guys have heard about it like artificial nose artificial ears artificial eye so even that maxillofacial prosthetics branch it comes into my branch uh, are there any things that you wish that you knew before you started pursuing this profession <laughs> as far as i am concerned i my father is an eye specialist so i was knowing essentially everything about the medical as well as dental field uh, but yeah, i would uh, the only thing that i always think about is that before joining any stream any career course you should go and have a look about it like i should have visited some college to understand what all things exist and these are the five years i'll be spending into mm-hmm. which i did not do i had only the uh, knowledge because that time in 2000 in 1999 uh, we did not have internet as in like you have now and we did not have commutation services we had to travel by uh, normal buses and also always we used to ask people how are things they used to say they are fine and we used to go about it and second thing was for girls dentistry is good because there was no emergency so these were the things which used to guide you towards a profession more than what you have today today you have a very yeah. beautiful setup you uh, you have a you can have a virtual tour of your premises where you are you know you want to go you can travel abroad and everything is well connected we never even have internet banking mm-hmm. uh, the debit cards had you know they had just come in and uh, if you want to take out money from the bank you have to visit the atm of the same bank mm-hmm. so there were a lot of things which were not centralized so we were always motivated according to people's perception around us mm-hmm. our parents relatives friends friends brothers friends sisters mm-hmm. so rather than uh, what we wanted if i would have uh, i think if uh, if i had to go back again and think i would i would like to become a neurosurgeon <laughs> yeah that's very nice um so ma'am what do you think are the biggest problems for the next generation of doctors like any problem they'll face uh one is obviously academics the type of studies that have been because i was in academics for 5 to 6 years i was i'm i'm still a professor but mm-hmm. i am not on call professor so uh, i would say that the level of academics has really gone down as in people are more into we will have become more result oriented when i say result oriented uh, nobody wants to study to a particular limit or rather than study i would say learn to a limit they just want to get into the course and then pass out and then they feel we'll probably open our setup and we will start working and things like that mm-hmm. so that is not how it should be like you guys you guys are you guys have little projects you're working on to it you are doing and learning you know so mm-hmm. in our uh, profession we have to show how it has to be done because it has to be done live on a person right mm-hmm. so this the person has to be interested to keep standing for 3 hours and learn and know about the procedure nowadays what i see is that the aptitude is lacking maybe because uh, uh, what do you say monetarily it is not a very paying up thing mm-hmm. or you have to wait for a few years you have to gain experience for a few years after that you start earning properly right 
So there are no government jobs available. There are no private sector jobs available. So the instant uh, career options are less in case of dentistry. Even medical also, if you are a uh, postgraduate, if you have masters, then the avenues open up. And mm-hmm. if you if you're not masters and you are a simply a graduate thing, then obviously the uh, the career options are narrower. So one is this thing that career options are there, but they are not. Uh, very feasible for a person to you know have a decent living so for mm-hmm. which the wait time is more mm-hmm. you only become successful after a period of suppose if you are studying for 7 years uh, sorry 8 years and in one year you this admission and stuff is there so 9 years you are studying and other 10 years you are getting yourself trained so 19 years of your life you are putting into something and then you get settled Mm-hmm. So for that, people are taken aback. The other problem is there are a lot of colleges which have opened up. So the demand and supply is uh, really, really under imbalance. Mm-hmm. So suppose in Gurgaon and nearby area, there are around a thousand dentists which are getting passed every year. And thousand dentists cannot be accommodated by a city. Mm-hmm. And everybody mm-hmm. wants to come and set up their bases near uh, Delhi NCR. So a lot of such things are happening that, you know, the amount of people who are coming out, who are getting uh, uh, the degree and they're coming out, they cannot start up their practice because the enough market is not there, enough patients are not there. Mm -hmm. So the uh, government has to think they have to strike a balance between how many people can be accommodated in the population, depending, uh, say, for 50 people, one dentist is required or say for uh, 500 people, two dentists are required. You know, mm-hmm. All these surveys and all these studies have to be done by the government. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. then according to that, the number of seats in the educational institutions have to be imparted, which mm-hmm. obviously is a, is a big imbalance, big imbalance. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's, that's very important because like, I mean, uh, but like, is the government actually like working towards something like this? No, like, no, no. no. Uh, India is a very corrupt system. Uh-huh. Uh, when I say corrupt, I mean, it doesn't fe- it mean that corrupt because I I call two types of corruptions. One is obviously the money thing, which is mm-hmm. the main corruption, corruption. The other corruption is you don't want to work. You don't want to justify your work. You don't want to justify yeah. the chair you are sitting in. That is also a kind of corruption only. Mm-hmm. So if I am being given a duty that, you know, I have to make policies, mm-hmm. I'm not doing justice to it until and unless I have a particular benefit out of it. So mm-hmm. the educational policies which are made, they are made to open number of colleges, open this, open that. Mm-hmm. You can open, you can make the people literate, but there has to be a proper set which has to define the amount of education and the level of education given. There is no check on level of education given. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. how we have passed our exams, it was very difficult. The pass percentage was only 30%. Mm-hmm. Now you cannot detain anybody because the mm-hmm. student can complain against the professor, student mm-hmm. can complain against the dean, student can put a number of cases on the institution just because they are not passing. But there has to be you know, a lookout and the academicians should give in a power that they have to uh, uh, make only those people succeed in their profession who have attained a difficult, uh, um, a particular level of theoretical and practical knowledge. Yeah. For you, Ayushi, dentist is a dentist. Now, you don't know how good a dentist is. 
because yeah. according to you, if somebody is having a degree they are having a registration it means they are but you don't know what if the person has not gone to the college only for 5 years mm-hmm. yeah so mm-hmm. such type of counter checks are not there second thing is these corporates have come up who actually uh, suck the life out of you because they 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 are opening up a lot of dental clinics and again they are taking just to reduce the financial cost over them they are taking newbies and they are telling patients the patients are being operated by them so there are a lot of complications but there are a lot of things which are happening because there is no system Hmm. that's why it's also important to like map out the demand and supply part also yes so that yeah so uh, what is like one of the best pieces of advice that you've received in your career uh i tell you what i have done and i'll tell you what i've not done okay <laughs> so in two uh, i am at uh, at present i am very well placed very well placed i am completely settled uh, on family front my matlab personal front and professional front that's nice so the things i did was i i do a lot of planning and for me the key thing is a penny saved is penny earned so whenever something comes in my mind obviously if you want to set up a business if you want to set up a clinic anything the primary thing you need are the funds okay yeah. so yeah. funds should be driven by your savings you can always apply for loan but you should understand your capacity of how much you can put in and how much you can save or how much you can earn so first of all is that first 5 years of my business i was only taking feedbacks okay feedbacks from the financial front feedbacks from the patient fronts as mm-hmm. in ki how is my work how am i doing mm-hmm. are people happy with me are they mm-hmm. getting benefited out of my services do they do they feel that coming to me was value for money do they feel they were treated well everything mm-hmm. i never asked anybody about a feedback i was just trying to imbibe by people's reaction and the number of similar patients coming back to me okay so if you are getting the similar patients coming some similar patients are coming back to you it means that you know you are giving them good services mm-hmm. then second part was to understand how much we were saving so initially we were only saving 30% mm-hmm. then we started thinking that we have to increase the number of patients we started when we going into advertisements and things like that so but first 5 years i had just groomed myself to uh, polish my skills Mm-hmm. i have attained a lot of courses i have attained a lot of things mm-hmm. uh, uh we have tried to inculcate a lot of uh, advanced things in our clinic mm-hmm. so that we can provide all those services mm-hmm. now next first 5 years for this next 5 years then we started working on procuring the things which were only high end which had costed us a lot but which would have taken the reputation to a different level because yeah. you want to be different you cannot be like everything everybody else you have to be different and to be different either you should have knowledge of that level or you should have uh, set you should have uh, what do you say your setup should be of that level and when people enter they they directly get convinced with what you are talking so that confidence comes from within and the next these are the first 10 years the next 5 years we will concentrate on branching out 
you know making three or four clinics mm -hmm. and definitely we will work because i am not one of those people who want to keep employees under them and then work we we want to keep working for another 20 years mm -hmm. so for you guys you while you are starting up young one is obviously do whatever interests you agar nahi samajh aa raha ai leave it and go somewhere else because it's very important to enjoy your work you can only only grow when you are enjoying your work mm -hmm. and second thing is don't make yourself stagnant mm -hmm. keep keep upgrading keep upgrading yourselves little small things big things whatever you know if you are you are good at your thing start studying literature anything you never know what hits you from there so keep exactly. your horizons open and third thing obviously please treat people nicely in your entire life this is the only thing you can give back to the society i cannot do a lot of charity i cannot be you know bill gates and things like that and open my institution but only one thing is there treat proper treat people nicely give them uh, you know you know if somebody is coming to you for anything mm -hmm. respond to them yes no okay everyone wants to be treated well that is it because if you are if you can groom yourself as a human being professional success will come eventually yeah. what we lack is we never we never try to improve ourselves as human beings we are only into mad uh, race of success success aa jati hai but you know it's important to be good from within because there is where the satisfaction will lie so that's all for today's episode Unalom is available on a bunch of streaming platforms such as Google Podcasts, YouTube and Spotify. So be sure to follow us on your favorite streaming platform. Until next time.